Hello everyone, my name is Janie Ulmer and I'm the very proud principal of Hamilton Southeastern High School and also the host of Pivot. Pivot is a podcast created to share all things HSE. So today is March 16th, 2022 and here we go. We're going to talk about pathways today. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back. It's been a long time since we've had an episode of Pivot. Um, Feels like we're getting back into normal times of school. So to celebrate that, celebrate our first episode back, I invited our assistant principals to have a conversation today about a new program that we started this year called Pathways. So with us today um, are Doug Harder, Stacey Brown, and Zach Shiniak. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So Pathways. Pathways is a period that we have during our fifth period of the day, every other day. And I'm just curious, let's let's just have some conversation. Talk to me. What was the original goal of this fifth period, Pathways? Well, one of the original goals was to provide a school-wide intentional opportunity to provide uh, interventions for students who are not learning. Part of the PLC process is what do we do when students aren't learning? And so some of that is providing additional support, additional time with the content. And our pathways period allows that intentional opportunity to provide reteaching additional supports for those students during the school day without having it uh, take away from instructional time in their content area. I think about uh, where even the title came from. We called the period Pathways Period because of its alignment and support of graduation pathways. So the state of Indiana has graduation requirements for all students um, in, in three areas that they call graduation pathways, and that's earning enough credit for your high school diploma, demonstrating employability skills, and demonstrating post-secondary ready competency. So we wanted a period that could help support those things. So for that that diploma piece that we provide that time, like Doug was talking about, for students to um, get extra help in earning those academic credits, um, that we have some dedicated employability skills instruction that helps support the, the project-based learning and problem-based learning and service-based learning that they're doing in other areas. Then we have um, clubs and activities um, whether it's SAT support as well that can help with that that post-secondary ready competency piece. So we have different activities that are all kind of aligned towards those graduation requirements. One other thing that I would add is that Pathways is not uh, a new idea or an original idea even to HSC. Um, I've been here seven years and we had prior uh, a smart period that was dedicated Uh, to similar activities. However, uh, we were constrained um, because it was only um, available once a week and it was a shorter amount of time. And so we were not able to do all of the things that we would like to have done. So part of the uh, genesis of Pathways was to expand upon Smart Period by adding it uh, more time to it as well as more meeting more frequently so that we could do more with that period. I think with any new instructional programming, you know, there are challenges with with implementation. So anytime that that comes up, I like to go back to the why. 
it's very simple that the tier two instruction during the school day, two or more times a week, um, it's more effective and it's more equitable for our students. Um, Richard DeVore and his colleagues specifically write, tier two uh, schools should dedicate a block of time at least twice a week, but preferably more f frequently. Um, so it's hard to argue with that. Um, and it's hard to argue that it's more equitable for our students to have that inter intentional interventions during the school day. So, Zach, you mentioned two things I'd like you to expand on. You mentioned Tier 2. So for some of our listeners, they may not know what Tier 2 instruction is. And then also talk to me about that equitable piece. How is our P Pathways program provide a more equitable opportunity? Absolutely. Um, if we back up a step and think about Tier 1 instruction, um, really the philosophy is that all of our students um, at Hamlet Southeastern High School are on, on Tier 1, Tier 1 supports. That's being a part of our instructional programming. Tier 2 students, um, it's, it's a bit more support, a bit more intentional. So we're talking about students that need perhaps some type of reteaching. Um, I think the, our current situation hopefully coming out of a pandemic um, where perhaps there have been instructional time that's been lost, skills have been lost, um, just because of the difficulty of instruction during COVID-19. Um, this is a great opportunity to reteach. Offers uh, students to receive something more than just one mode of instruction, different avenues of explaining skills, um, different explanations, gives them more time perhaps. Also helps um, field attendance issues, um, whether it's COVID-related absences or any type of absences or students that are new to our school that are adjusting to our curriculum. It gives that reteaching. It's more intentional. It's more one-on-one -on -one and it's more focused. Um, the equitable side, I think, is just as important. Uh, having this type of instruction during the school day is crucial um, for our, our students that need all access or to give students, uh, all students access to supports. Um, the, the focal point of that is transportation. Um, we have students that aren't able to come to a before-school program or an after-school tiered intervention program, um, whether it's because of um, family obligations, taking care of siblings. Um, perhaps they, they, they don't drive their own car. They're not dropped off. They have to ride the bus. So transportation issues are key, um, are key with that. So that, that we get students here during the school day, that, that's crucial, that they all have access. So Stacy, talk to me a little bit about release time, because I keep hearing there are some students who have release time and aren't here for that fifth period pathways. Talk to us about that. Sure. Uh, so release time, originally the, the idea there was to um, allow students um, to be out of the building who um, maybe don't need that particular support at the time because they have good grades or or, um, you know, are doing well in their classes. But then, too, that also frees up space for our teachers to work in smaller groups. Um, so we wanted to be able to create an environment where teachers are able to bring those small groups of students in. Um, so, you know, ordinarily they would have, like, 25, 30 students in their classroom. So in order to reduce that number so that they can better serve the kids with um, those Tier 2 interventions, we opened up that option for some students um, who qualify uh, to be released. That makes a lot of sense. So, so Doug Harder, are there students that come for fifth period pathways that aren't necessarily needing Tier 2 instruction? Yes, we've use the pathway periods for other um, activities because it gives us some flexibility. So for example, at the very beginning of the year, we were able to host um, class meetings 
so that we can get information out to juniors or to the seniors about things that are particular to their class. We've also used it, for example, here just recently uh, to provide um, our juniors with the SAT pre-administration. Um, so they were able to get some of those activities done so that on the day of testing, when they did have to do the SAT, we um, could reduce the amount of time that they had to spend on that day of testing. So it gives us some flexibility. It gives us the opportunity to um, provide other opportunities for students that may just not need to be uh, intentionally um, you know, provided reteaching opportunities. Um, and so we've implemented some things this year, and I know we have some plans to expand upon this as we go forward. Doug, you mentioned class meetings, and, and you know that just makes me think that like class meetings, um, whether it's a pre-administration, uh, meetings with counselors, like, you know, those are typically things that we would have to pull students out of class for. Uh, and so now with pathways period, you know, we're not interrupting that instructional time to do these other things. Like we have that time period that uh, allows us that flexibility. What and, other things are, are happening during pathways period? And we have a number of clubs that are meeting. I know, like, for example, like our, our Black Student Union has been very active during Pathways. Uh, they had a very successful big gala that they uh, just recently that they used a lot of Pathways time for planning. Um, and, uh, you know, we have our Asian Student Union, who I know is meeting this week during Pathways time. And any number of our student clubs um, use that time to meet and organize uh, whatever their events are. Um, we also use Pathways for our SAT prep. We um, called in a lot of juniors for some very specific um, preparation for the SAT math test and the SAT evidence-based reading and writing. Uh, and so that would not have been possible without having that dedicated time. Um, and, you know, I, I might add to it, kind of going back a little bit, that really only about a third of our students are taking release time. You know, the other two-thirds of our students are here in the building either with their teachers or engaged in these other activities. Pathways is also a great opportunity. I think we always strive to connect our students and our curriculum to the community. We've had um, several opportunities now where guest speakers um, have come into the school. We have this time during Pathways that does not take away from instructional time from other courses. Um, we have great student leader and faculty sponsorship with our aspiring medical students who have a, a three-part series of uh, where they bring in professional health care. Um, members of the healthcare profession to speak to our aspiring medical students. Um, we've had two of those uh, panels already, one more to go this spring. Um, a number of our musical groups, performing arts groups, are able to have rehearsal during this time. And um, I don't think we should uh, breeze over the fact that students have a chance to work with groups. We know that that's a, a big part of a lot of our teachers' instructional delivery, um, is to have students working together uh, in peer groups. Um, back to the equity piece, that's, that's tough sometimes to expect them to meet before or after school um, for a number of reasons. So having that dedicated time during the school day for group work to occur is, is crucial. I know one benefit I've seen um, is just to support those students that have been absent. As we know with the recent pandemic that there have been a lot of students who have been quarantined and have been absent for illness-related issues. And so to be able to come in, work with their teacher, have that reteaching happen, have those tests taken so that they're so that they're done during that time and not pulled away from the new instruction. That's been a really positive uh, 
result of this pathways time as well. So I keep hearing, I'm hearing enrichment, I'm hearing remediation, I'm hearing guest speakers, clubs. It's really that multi-purpose use of time. Would you agree? Absolutely. So we, we see those things, but talk to me about how we're measuring the effectiveness of this period. What, what data points are you looking at? Well, one uh, data point that we've been tracking this year is the um, students who may have uh, one or more Fs and whether those numbers go down throughout the semester um, based upon those interventions that we see in Pathways. And so um, around early February, we saw a dramatic drop in the number of Fs that students had, were currently uh, having. Um, and we attribute to that to some of the interventions that we put into place in Pathways, which involved you know, sending a um, communication to parents, alerting parents that their child was struggling in a particular class, and intentionally having our teachers call those students in and providing that additional support. And so we did see a drop in the number of Fs just based on those efforts. Yeah, we are also able to track um, the number of students that, that do have appointments, those subject area appointments with their teachers. Um, so we can look at the number of students that we have in building and, and what type of supports that they're getting. The management tool that we use, enriching students, um, hopefully that's now a household term and folks are becoming, uh, gaining more facility and using that. You know, Stacy's done a great job not only just managing the attendance, but now we have teachers can request students, but their their academic data, the grades are now imported into enriching students. So, you know, Doug talked about we, we want those kiddos that are, are failing one or more class being requested. Teachers now have the ability to really match that the, that information um, and integrate the data so that they can make intentional decisions about who they request during Pathways. You know, HSE High School is a large school, and I've had I've had one big goal since I've been here, and that's for every single student to be connected to this building, to be connected to something, to be connected to someone. And Pathways has been a vehicle to make that happen. We have put some things into place, but I know we have plans going forward. So let's talk about that. What's to come? What would you like to see happen? I would really like to see uh, an expansion of kind of the special events. Uh, you know, we kind of jokingly call it the cool stuff. Um, so I, I would like to see more guest speakers, more panels, um, opportunities for kids to, you know, we, we solicited student feedback um, when we were kind of redesigning this whole process. And, you know, they want time to get in those groups, to socialize, to walk, um, to be active. Um, so looking for ways to provide, you know, safe opportunities, of course, but um, whether for them to hear from community members or to engage with each other, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of possibility for um, student voice and choice and in, in what goes on in that period. So yeah, just to piggyback on that, um, in the past, we've had some courses that allow students to pursue their passion where they are choosing uh, passion projects um, and things like that. We also have classes where they are having to produce certain things. And so this allows them the opportunity to do that. And so it could be that uh, they can utilize this time with the expertise of a teacher or their um, insight to then be able to pursue their passion project and have the time to do that. They could also use this to collaborate with their classmates um, as they produce 
um, you know, original uh, works. And so this, uh, you know, I think it has a lot of opportunities to go well beyond just a, a time for reteaching. Uh, it's, a, it's a time to pursue passion projects and enrich the student's experience at the high school level. Um, from a student services perspective, you know, we realize what the students receive academically in, in courses in our instructional program is, is crucial. But the, the young uh, folks that we have in our building also learn a lot of lessons, um, just as humans and individuals. So I think Pathways gives us an opportunity to explore more possibilities with um, restorative practices. Um, we are blessed now to have two full-time social workers in our building. This gives them the opportunity uh, to meet one-on-one -on -one with students, gives them opportunity to have circles, um, to, have, um, to, to have small groups that are intentional about specific issues that students are going through, whether it's relationships with each other, whether it's substance abuse, um, whether it's just decisions um, that, um, that are difficult for young adolescents in this day and age. So Pathways gives us an opportunity in student services to really utilize um, our professionals in the building and give students an opportunity to, to grow as, as individuals. So to wrap this up, we, we have a lot of students in this building who have a lot of individual needs, a lot of individual supports, a lot of individual interests. Pathways gives us that opportunity to meet those needs, to help kids feel connected, to make HSE High School uh, just a better place off and offering more for kids to help them be successful. So I'm obviously a fan and I think all of you are as well. Uh, thank you for being here today. I know that we are looking forward to offering more Pivot episodes to come. So stay tuned. Have a good day, everybody. Hey, thank you. Thanks.